so then the guy came out to uh, take my spot that I was covering for him. And I was like, I am so, I, like, I was like ugly crying. Like it was bad. I was just like, I couldn't get the words out. This is the Real Food, Real People podcast. Our guest this week had a tough decision to make when her parents, who she worked for on the family farm, decided to retire and sell the cows because of their particular circumstances. It came up unexpectedly, and it was not easy for her. But Ashton Bean Blossom made a big decision to stay with farming and to stay with dairying, but to go from cows to goats. So she explains how that's working for her so far, her fears as she tries to get into it, not just figuring out how to do goat dairying, but also how to manage family and how this fits into her personal life. Lots of great stuff, and we had a lot of fun talking, a lot of jokes and laughs along the way, so you'll enjoy this conversation for sure. We want to thank our sponsors, Washington Dairy Farmers of Washington, wadairy.org is their website, and you can check out a virtual dairy farm tour there if you'd like to check it out, wadairy.org. Also, Mana Insurance Group, uh, check them out and thank them for sponsoring the podcast as well. They're all about planning ahead, not just picking up the pieces when things go wrong, like a lot of people think about insurance for, but they're about also planning ahead and, and planning for success and protecting your financial future, whether it's for your family or even your farm. They insure farms as well. Also, Williams, powering your clean energy future. They support the podcast with a community grant. And uh, let's not forget about Washington Red Raspberries as well, supporting the podcast. We thank them uh, for their vote of confidence. And it's kind of cool for me, too, since I grew up uh, on a red raspberry farm to have them uh, uh, supporting what we do here finding the real stories and sharing the real stories of the people behind our food here in Washington State. Again, our guest is Ashton Bean Blossom. I'm Dylan Honkoop. This is the Real Food, Real People podcast. And now we go to Custer, Washington, where we talk with Ashton. You are starting a goat dairy. I guess. I guess, yeah. <laughs> like, is that what you call it? I guess, yeah. Yeah, goat dairy. Yep. So explain how this works. It's like a dairy farm, but you're milking goats instead of cows. It's just a goat dairy. Yeah. Okay. It just seems... And I, when I'm talking in, like, my vlog about, uh, like, well, when we were dairied, and I'm like, well, cow dairied. Now we're mm. goat dairying, but not quite yet because we yeah. haven't started. So I'm... I don't know. I got to get my terms all right. <laughs> I'm all over the board of where I'm supposed to be. You know, so there's so. specific goats that you need for that? They do have specific dairy goat breeds. So we have, um, there are like, it's kind of like beef cows and dairy cows. Like they have certain um, goats that are bred for meat and they're just like a beef cow. They're like mm -hmm. chunky and stout and they totally are a different type of goat. And then there are the dairy that are like leaner and same like with the cows, like yeah. Dairy cows are like lean, and some people are like, oh, they're underweight. But no, it's just the way their frame is built, right? So, so you have you have goats already? You like, really have where, to pry this all out of me. Yeah, where, <laughs> how, how's the whole thing working? Like, um, tell me the story. Yeah, so uh, 
well, as you guys all, well, you know, I don't mm-hmm. know who's all watching this, but, uh, or listening, um, we sold our dairy herd in January of 2020 and I'm the fourth generation. So I was the herdsman on that farm. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I was just kind of thinking like, what are we going to do next? And I was joking and actually I was, it started with a joke with one of our milkers and I was like, Oh, you know, we're just going to milk goats. Like with just downsides, <laughs> you know? And it was just a big joke. Like it was kind of like, okay, we're just going to milk goats and everyone thought I was crazy and I thought it was crazy too actually I was like oh yeah haha you know <laughs> so, uh, but then actually I like looked into it I don't even know really why I started looking into it because I'm not even sure what made me take it seriously but I did and it's actually like a legitimate up and coming there's quite a few in the midwest on the east coast there's quite a few mm-hmm. um, we went and visited last March we went to Oregon and we visited a, a a goat dairy there that has like a rotary and everything. They have a 60 goat rotary and they like rotary milking parlor. Yeah. yeah they like load them One up of those and huge they things yeah. where they all like cows, yeah, but I totally. guess not as big as the ones for cows. I mean, it's still big, but yeah. it's like, yeah, but you know, the little stalls are all goat sized and they just like, and the goats were like fighting to get on there because, and they said sometimes they jump over the divider to like go ride again. They just love it. <laughs> they love it. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> so a very slow merry-go-round for goats, for goats yeah. where they get milk during the run they get some grain too right so uh, they're like but they said if they ride again they don't get another portion of grain so they only get that one's just for fun well goat <laughs> goat milk is becoming more of a thing right which yeah. is why more people are getting into yeah. it what's the deal with goat milk what do you um, do with it all the same things that you do with yeah cow you can make milk? yogurt cheese i don't know i've never seen a goat ice cream but I'm sure you could. I don't know. Maybe you have to get into that. That's yep. Goat ice cream, goat yogurt, yeah. goat cottage cheese, goat. You name it. I guess. It. Yeah. I mean, it's a dairy product. You could probably. It has a different consistency, a little bit. Um, mm. uh, it's naturally homogenized, so mm. um, it doesn't separate as quickly as like cow's milk will with cream rising to the top. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, the is proteins that because are of like different. A, yeah. What's the profile? Proteins, fats, things like yeah, that. Yeah. That so that's people the sciencey stuff again. Yeah. You know, <laughs> getting into those hard questions. <laughs> um, so actually, there's something about goat milk, and now I'm like I kind of know it. I kind of understand it, but uh, it's easier for people to digest. So people who are lactose intolerant, they some people, not everybody, but mm-hmm. people can have goat milk if they mm. can't drink cow's milk because mm. the proteins are easier to digest for people because it's closer to like human proteins i guess Mm. so um yeah so i took it i just kind of have been researching and i was like oh this is kind of cool like and it's actually i've been like kind of obsessively researching goat dairies for last year like and I almost, even though it was all just based on a joke well at first it was a joke yeah of course like I mean it was like I don't even know how, I don't even remember what I was like I don't remember what like made me like start research I don't even know what I did I google goat dairy I'm not even sure <laughs> I'm sure what happened but how all uh, great ideas start oh wait google, no google yeah. is not paying us to say oh, this yeah. I promise I was on yahoo or what <laughs> Bing. Ask, ask Jeeves does that still exist I don't know we should, we should google it <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that's what, um, I don't know what, I don't remember what, and I'm not even sure how I got, I think Facebook, I was just like on Facebook, like looking up, like what, you know, what legit is out there with this. Right. And there are people who are just like, you know, like a homestead type thing that they have like five goats or whatever, and they're milking it for them, you know, their own personal use. And then there are that like, there's quite a bit of technology out there and actually in Australia and New Zealand and, 
Uh, in Europe, it's pretty popular mm. to have goat milk. And actually, goat's milk is the number one consumed milk in the world. But if you think oh, really? about it, it's probably mostly in countries where, like, cows aren't really sustainable, right? Like, mm-hmm. the, the goats are more forage animals. So, like, if you don't have, like, big green fields of grass mm-hmm. for cows, you know, goats, they'll, they like yeah. shrubs. Because they like, they're, they're browsers, they're not browsers. grazers. Yeah, right? they can graze. I mean, we're going to be grazing them. Um mm-hmm. On some fields and stuff, and they can. It's not that they yeah. can't, but they um, they would prefer like eating trees. <laughs> so, so is there a little bit of a sustainability vibe that you're interested in with all of that? Yeah, um, that wasn't the main thing. I think it was more. Yeah. I mean, I guess it kind of was that something that was more sustainable for me to do, like with because I've I, I saw so much of um, my parents and their farm they got so burned out with doing, trying to do everything right. And trying to do, um, they did the manure, they did the harvesting, they did everything except for like, they had employees, um, who did a lot of the daily stuff on the farm, uh, like the milking and feeding and, um, that, but I kind of wanted something that was a little bit, I would say slower pace, but at the same time looking into it now, it's, you know, there's still, it's just like different, right? It's like, So I will be milking them and I'll be feeding them. And so it's like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. So I'm not even sure. I'm, I'm, where, where are we going with this? Right? <laughs> like, where, where are we? The sustainability, something that I could do like with my kids, like mm-hmm. out there with me. Um, it's a little bit safer than having them out there with, you know, big cows and stuff. Even cows are yeah. gentle. Most of them, you know, it's just something a little bit more, doable for me to do um yeah and you're set up pretty well because you have this farm that was a cow dairy farm and now it's how much do you have to like change the actual farm so right now we're doing um we did take all the parlor out um because yeah it was just too big uh but most of it is we're trying to just do like um temporary fencing and stuff because i'm not exactly sure how the flow of this all is going to go you know Mm because like they're so different than cows they they're like very social. So mm-hmm. they're like running up to you and you go in there and it's like, you can't get away with it. Like yeah. just walking through there and then yeah. just like look over at you. It's like, they're like yeah. jumping on you. You know, that's how cows are, right? They're like, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. They, and they oh, may mosey on over and yeah. be like, what are There's you doing There's some that are here? friendlier than others. Yeah. <laughs> but mostly they just like kind of just ignored you. I mean, and you had to like herd them into, if you wanted them to go into get milked, you just, you know, you, you, you don't chase them, but you like stand yeah. behind them. And, but like goats, it's almost like you have to lead them. <laughs> they almost just follow you like yeah. wherever you go. So, um, but I guess this all started when we were talking about why we even took it serious. Did I finish that thought? I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> but, so but, yeah, what, what, where did it yeah. go from being a joke to being like, I'm actually going to look into this. Yeah. So, well, and then I did, uh, I messaged um, on Facebook, uh, David Lukens at uh, Grace Harbor. And I was just like, hey, you know, you guys process goat milk. What is the deal? Like, is there a market for it? You know? And so I was looking into like different markets, like cheese or, you know, fluid milk or, Mm -hmm. or whatever. And um, 
Yeah, and he said, yeah, actually, we kind of have a little bit of a need for, we have a farm that we get our goat milk from, um, but they are limited to how much they can grow because they're on like four acres Mm. and their barn only holds, you know, so many goats and stuff. So they said, um, he's like, yeah, you can come alongside them and you can produce, you know, what we need, like what we have Mm-hmm. fill still right so i was like oh, okay and that was about 50 goats so i was like okay that's a good pace right you know mm-hmm. 50 goats to get started and kind of see what the market is and see if i enjoy it um it's kind of become its own like its own little beast right like, <laughs> kind of where it's like yeah you know okay we'll try it out and yeah i kind of said it and people like kind of stopped and like wait what <laughs> you're doing what like, <laughs> like for real yeah and so then you there's mean, a, you mean this isn't a joke anymore yeah <laughs> i'm not sure where yeah some people might still think i'm joking right now <laughs> If you're out there, I seriously, I'm going to milk a goat (laughs) or maybe 50. (laughs) But um, so then, yeah, so then I was like, okay, great. We're going to do it, you know, and then we're kind of that weird um, kind of small scale, but like wanted to do it efficiently. And so I was like researching. And so there was like small scale and then there was like super large scale. So I'm like in this weird in between ground where I was like, yeah. yeah, So I was like, okay, so, you know, it'd be nice if there was a little bit more of a market. Right. And then about a couple of months ago, it was like right after that. And I was like praying. I'm like, okay, so if this is the direction I want to be in, like, yeah. you know, I, I almost need just a little bit more of like a clear path, you know, like a clear yeah. sign that's like, I kind of, I'm kind of like, I need to get hit over the head a little bit, yeah. with, you know, yeah. like it's the direction, right? So actually it was like within 24 hours, I got contacted by David Lukens and he said, hey, that farm in Ferndale that we get all of our milk from, they actually want to retire and they want to move. And so I was like, it was like within 24 hours. And I was just like, oh my goodness. Wow. And I was like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. And like, my son was like, what, do you, what, 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 you know? And I'm like, oh my goodness. You know, it's a, uh, he's like, what? <laughs> it's like, they want to sell. And he's like, who, <laughs> why? What you are know? you talking about? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you know, but I was just like, that was exactly what I kind of needed to know. Okay. There, there's a little bit of a future to expand, you know, um, mm-hmm. not that we're going to be doing it right away. Um, we will be milking about 50 goats this year. Um, so they were milking about 70 and they're going to take some with them. Their mm. their favorites and their their prized animals are going to go with yeah, them. So yeah. yeah, so we get we're going to be buying everybody else. So uh, and then yeah. Well, that's a great way to get started yeah. because they can tell you kind of what they know already about yep. how things work. They already have some animals. They kind of yeah. the animals are known quantity. They're yeah, you know, how they behave, how they produce, that kind of stuff. And then you have a market sort of built in. Yeah. Yep. So with then David, we need to get David Lucas yeah, on the podcast yeah. too. Yeah, you should. You yeah. should. He's very interesting. So he's a he's a very nice guy. Um, so he is, um, yeah, just like two miles down the road too. So it's like super convenient. Um, yeah. So I look forward to you know working with them. So it just kind of all. I don't. You know, I'm not even sure what. I think it, it was. I messaged David, and he was like, "Yeah, we kind of need this." And so I was like, "Oh, you know," and and I'm not even really. This year seems like it's lasted like seven years. I'm like, I can't believe that was only a year ago, right? That I'm like, yeah. we visited a goat dairy in March of last year. So that would have been right before the shutdown. Yeah, it was. Like we went to go to Arizona to go visit my grandparents. And then we Crazy. drove back and we like drove back so that we could stop in on 
that farm. And so we did. And it was like, this is like super cool. Like it was so fun. And my kid, like we were only there for like an hour and that was just like, it lit a fire. Right. I was like, this is so cool. And so then just, and there's so many different ways you can, you can have a goat dairy. Like it's just same with like cow dairies. They, you know, they're, that's kind of where I'm kind of stuck right now actually is because there's so many different ways you could manage it. And then like, so with the cow dairy, it was like little changes happened over time. Right. Like they had done things a certain way and then just kind of keep doing it. And then like, okay, so then like the pedometer system came in. Right. And then they like changed that a little bit. Right. But when you're starting something from scratch and there's so many different options, all those decisions and you don't know. Yeah. yeah, And you don't know how these goats are going to react and you're not sure. And then you got to kind of remember that they're not cows. Right. Cause Mm -hmm. it's like the same process that it goes through, but they're not cows. So you're kind of like, okay, so you have to untrain <laughs> some of the cow things that you know totally and yeah like, yeah this is a goat not only is it smaller but it's gonna do different things yeah yeah totally yeah. so like the part like we're designing the parlor and we have it all figured well we have it somewhat figured out but it's like we are having some of these panels removable because i'm like i'm not sure if that's gonna work but we're gonna mm-hmm. give it a try and we're not gonna like weld it in or anything yeah. <laughs> so that like we don't have to come in you know dismantle what we just did yeah. right because like they're so you doing aren't, you aren't putting in a big rotary par- parlor for no. <laughs> these <laughs> not goats yet, you know <laughs> yeah, but they love the merry-go-round they do ride. they love it yeah we can it's maybe way just more boring to them ones. to just stand there in the normal <laughs> milking stall and the well, and actually the other day uh, I was looking on our cameras and I was looking, um, I was just, cause I'm watching these beef and I'm trying to figure out if these beef are going to, we have some beef that are going to, supposed to be calving anytime. So I've been watching them on the camera, like whenever I'm not here. And so all of a sudden I look in the parlor, it was like full of goats. And I was like, oh my goodness, the goats are. They were just checking it they out. They were like jumping from one side to the other. Like, uh. I was like, oh no. <laughs> and then I kind of was like watching them and I'm like. We're going to need to put a fence there because <laughs> they had slid the door open. I'm like, look, they're so excited to get milked. <laughs> they're already, they're busting into the parlor. So how many goats do you have already? Like, do you have all 50 of those no. goats or? No. So we have uh, 26 goats right now. And actually okay. we have a couple meat goats. So then, yeah, they're, they're not meant for milking. Mm-hmm. They actually, if you ever watch the videos, they have the horns. Everyone's like, what? Mm. Those ones have horns. You know, are they boys? <laughs> and I'm like, no. <laughs> must be boys. They must be horns. boys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> actually, our boys don't have horns either. So, um, but they, yeah. So we have 26 right now and they are either going to be having their babies in May or June or they're hopefully just got bred. <laughs> So there's a couple that they had at the farm that were not bred. And so they're like, here, you can have these, you know. And so goats are seasonal breeders. So they actually only breed most likely. I mean, it's possible that they breed out of season, but it's, they're like deer. So they breed in August through like end of January. And so I got these like in end of February. Mm. It's like maybe even early March. And so I was like, eh, I don't know if they'll really do anything. But so what does that mean then for milk production? So during, yeah, so for milk production, it's different. Like, like, you can, like cows come in heat every 21 days throughout the year. So you can, you can have half a group of cows, you know, ca- you know, well, actually at the farm, we had them all year round calving. Yeah. And so, um, and so goats, you have to really manage it a lot differently because yeah, you're only breeding during pretty much half the year. And then based on when you breed them, they're, pregnant for five months and so then after that five months they're going to kid and then they're in milk production right so then yeah i don't know i'm not <laughs> there's a lot of different ways you can be doing this too right the the managing yeah. of that uh, it is a lot funner that it's kidding not calving 
too. No, no kidding. Yeah. No, no. no. Oh, we no. want to be kidding. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, so well, that's many actually, jokes. That's so, so many. <laughs> I love a good joke. <laughs> um, but yeah, actually, one of the guys that came to install the, um, he came to look to install the parlor. He's like, he, he went out there and he was, and I, I guess this is what they said that he said, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> and no kidding. Wow. But we. <laughs> but that's a yeah so it's totally different well that's why i keep saying like oh they're gonna calve and like no they're gonna kid they're gonna kid yeah and then so there's just different terms of like i'm like oh that's a heifer goat heifer (laughs) no (laughs) no no. so (laughs) so talk talk about your family history you said yeah you're fourth generation I'm on this fourth one? generation, So yeah. go way back to the beginning. What's the, What are the roots of your family? I know. I really need to, like, nail this down because I think you've asked me before, and I think I said some things, and then my grandpa was like, oh, well, no. Well, no, you don't you have know, to get all so. the details right. But So <laughs> yeah. that would be your great-grandpa yeah, then started, started this farm. farm. Yeah, and so he actually started farming in Alaska um, because I think it was cheaper, and I think it was easier to get into. And then huh. um, he came down here. And then um, he actually started farming. There's a barn. <laughs> if you're on the podcast, you can't see yeah. me pointing. Yeah. <laughs> North of us, there's a farm. Yeah. And he started there. And then he bought this farm from, he didn't build this farm, but he bought it. And then they expanded off of it. And um, you, Any idea what year that would have been? Like uh, 20s, teens? Okay. Like what had to be a long time ago? Yeah, I know. I know. I wish I knew. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. I failed the test. <laughs> uh, my grandpa's going to be so ashamed. Well, that was... Sorry, grandpa. <laughs> but I think... I, can't, I don't want to say a year because I'm not... Yeah. You know, I'm just not sure of when it was. And that's... And I'm really bad with dates. So, yeah. yeah. Everybody that knows me would be like... <laughs> it was my uh, mother-in-law's 60th birthday this year. I'm like, you're 60? And she's like, yeah. What did you? I was like... <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I had no idea. So happy birthday. <laughs> I was like, man, we should have made a bigger deal. That's a big deal. And she's like, I know. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness. I'm so bad at dates. That's just like so bad. <laughs> Apologize. But yeah, so, so dates are not my thing. Numbers are really. Well, I, I won't pin you down then yeah. on the dates. Yeah. But um, so obviously, great grandpa, then your grandpa continued yep. it. Yep. Then your dad. Yeah, and my dad, um, my dad was one of three boys, and so um, two of the boys farmed, and then um, my uncle was is a CPA, mm-hmm. and so, um, and then my dad had four girls, so it was like, okay, he grew up in a family of boys, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's like, okay, four girls, um, and so he, I mean, if you want to talk about like women's rights like he was (laughs) he was like okay you can do anything you know come on let's do this and Mm -hmm. i mean like sometimes we tried playing the girl card like because they're just like i don't want to do that like you know (laughs) pitching out stuff you know and i was like oh man like i don't want to do that right like and it was like but i'm a girl and he's like so you can still do it you know it's like well i have three girls so i'm i'm preparing for this same job has to get done right so i mean whoever's there right so matter (laughs) doesn't matter so i am the only one that uh stayed on the farm um uh my younger sister did feed calves and stuff and help out and too Mm -hmm. um but my older or my older sister and the middle sister um 
Well, I'm a middle sister. <laughs> There's those numbers the again. Second middle yeah, sister. Yeah, second middle yeah. sister. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they they work in they have town jobs. You know, town, town job. job. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get off the farm and. So they didn't want to keep doing the, the they farm didn't, thing, no. but you did, and you stuck with it. So well, you were working for your dad. Yes. Yeah. And so. Um, yeah, so I was working for my dad, and it kind of was like, I, I graduated from high school, I went and did YWAM in Australia, and so I lived there for six months, and then I came home, worked at Edeline Dairy in the in the store there, and um, and then I went um, to Europe and did backpack through Europe, did like wow. 13 countries, and like I think it was like two or three months, it was exhausting. <laughs> it was very cool, yeah. but I got home, and I was like, I don't know if I ever want to leave. <laughs> I don't know. It was like so cool. I had such a, like I lived in Thailand for a little bit. It was like so fun, but it was just like, I don't know. There was just like no place like home and just being like rooted and being like having something that you like are working towards like on your own farm. I don't know. It just, I I got it out of my system and now I'm like barely want to (laughs) travel. I just love it here. So, um, so you came back to the farm yeah, and, and then started was, working for your dad. Yeah, it was kind of like, oh, they need someone to kind of, yeah, like it was like, oh, dad was doing, I think he was doing all the herdsman stuff at that point. And then he was like, oh, you can come along. And I was kind of like, oh, it was kind of in between me finding like another job, right? Like I was like, yeah. oh, okay, I'll be here for a little bit, right? I'll just help out. And then he kind of stepped back and kept showing me. So yeah, I didn't have any training besides just like working along dad and doing along with him and then um yeah he kept stepping back and stepping back and like oh you can do this you can handle this how about you figure this out right and so mm-hmm. yeah it was yeah it was good so it, herdsman it just, what what does that mean oh what, I, what does a herdsman do on a dairy yeah so you're in uh you're basically managing in charge of the animal health of your herd so we had 520 cows including the dry cows that weren't milking we were milking like 470 and so um I just, we had the whole pedometer system and everything where we could watch their activity. And so you just, a lot of it was like on the computer and just kind of looking on, seeing milk levels and everything. I mean, if a cow is sick, her milk levels will go down. Um, Her activity will go down. She won't walk around. She won't eat. She won't. So it was kind of like doing that. And then you go investigate like, okay, so what is wrong with you? Are you okay? You know, checking temperatures, checking just their overall health and then, uh, working with the vet to do um, twice every month, or it's every other week, we would do herd health. And so we'd check pregnancies if I had anybody I needed them to check. Um, it was me and my mom would go out there with our vet and solve all the world's problems out there. <laughs> How many people get to have a doctor checkup every week? I know. Or every two weeks. Every two say. weeks. I know. Yeah. I actually, like, I didn't even have a doctor for like five years because, <laughs> <laughs> and finally, like, I got, actually, I got, I got uh, a little like a wrist injury and I was like, you know, I was like, oh, I should probably go to the doctor. And they're like, you don't actually go here. (laughs) I was like, oh man, call my vet. (laughs) What does he say? (laughs) I have a a better relationship with like a a veterinarian. They get, they got better help than I did. So, um, yeah, so I really enjoyed it. I really, um, I loved, um, making sure everyone was like at peak performance and just, you know, like making sure everyone was getting taken care of. Um, that they were eating and drinking and I don't know. It's just, I loved that managing of the, the herd and um, yeah, it was really good. And, but then I just knew when they started talking about, they had always talked about retiring, you know, like, I mean, I think they've been talking about retiring for like 20 years. (laughs) 
it's like you know, you said you know with this change coming with dairy gold that they were going to and I was like yeah right you know they're not going to do it you know and, and it was like within like two weeks they had made that decision but I was this at, was the change that dairy gold made on basically its quota within yes. the co-op yeah. for yeah. different farms had certain amount of quota yeah right? and then so someone had actually offered to buy their quota and so um it was like a good price it was a good opportunity if they wanted to sell anyways you know in the next couple of years and so it was i was at peace with it though like when they did it um it wasn't like everyone's like oh do you get the rug pulled out from underneath you kind of thing but we had worked so hard and it was like with all the changes of we had a really good crew for employees like we had a really good crew but we had had troubles with getting employees and Hard getting to find good people yeah and yeah. we had we had actually we were at a very good like we had a good thing going when we you know and that was really hard i Actually, the only time I cried when we had, the, like, the cows left and everything, and we were so busy that it just kind of happened, that I was like, afterwards, I was like, oh, that was weird, you know, like, so busy, like, loading up and organizing and running numbers and making sure everyone was going where they needed to go, and actually, the time that, the only time I broke down and I was, like, really upset was when we told the employees. It really hurt. I, I, I can still cry about it, actually, um, because... You, you know, build a relationship with these people and yeah. you're out there working with them yeah, every they're day. They're part of the family then, they're right? Part of, yeah, they're part of yeah. what you're building, you know, and they are such a huge part of it. And so it was hard. And there was one, one guy that um, he didn't speak very much English. So we yeah. had actually somebody come in and translate, you know, with us so that, the, you know, so that we could really get across yeah. what we wanted to um, say. Because you don't want your employees to feel like, oh, okay, you're just dropping me yeah, after no. however many years. Yeah, no, we really wanted to understand, like, why we had made this decision and right. why, you know. And so we went through it with them, and it was a complicated, you know, the whole base thing was very yeah. complicated. Like, I mean, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't, hard. it's hard I, to explain. I don't really even understand yeah. it fully, so, yeah, so <laughs> I couldn't explain it to somebody else. Right, so then well. you're trying to, like, trans, like, because we could communicate, you know, decently on a lot of things, but this we wanted to make sure that they yeah. knew, you know. So we had someone in, come in, and um, and it was so funny because afterwards I was – because I went and did their job well. They um, had that meeting in here. And so um, I had just seen the little, you know, little bits of it, and then we had uh, – and then I went out. And so then the guy came out to uh, take my spot that I was covering for him, and – I was like, I am so, like, I was like ugly crying. Like it was bad. Mm. I was just like, I couldn't get the words out. And he, he's like a sweet, like 50 year old man. And he was like, it's okay. He goes, oh, it's okay. And I'm like, I am so sorry. And I was like, I love working with you and everything. And he's like, oh, it's okay for me, but not so much for you. Mm. <laughs> I was like, well, wait, no, I, I mean, yeah, okay. <laughs> it was just like such a funny, yeah. like little, like, oh, you know, he was concerned about me when I was like, I was so concerned about him, you know, and it was just, that was the, like I had so, a big breakdown then, yeah, but then, and then afterwards that, we all were like, okay, this is good. Like yeah. this is, they all had, um, we had contacted local farms and they had all, I think it was by the end of that week, we had jobs lined up for every single one of them. Mm. So, and so then, you helped arrange jobs for the employees. Yeah. That oh yeah. Had, like that was very them. important to my dad to have them set, you know, so that they're, you know, and then the farms that we had lined up with them, they were totally willing to cover because we were in this weird spot where it's like, okay, we are going to be going out, but we will still have our cows for another month, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, they can't really give their two weeks notice because we still have all the work to do. Right. So 
it was just kind of this weird transition. And then, but the farms that we had lined up to, they were like, they totally understood because they're like, yep, whenever they're ready to come over, you know, that's great. Send them, you know, so it worked out really good. Like, but the farming community was really good about it. So, so was yeah. that, that employee meeting that you talk about, talked yeah. about where, where you got so emotional? Happened at the stable. Right here. Right here. Yep. We had, we had lunch wow. with them. Yep. We had lunch and we had a, mm. and it happened right here. Yeah. What, how do you start that kind, kind of conversation? Uh, it was awkward because like we knew and they were all like laughing and lighthearted and like just enjoying <sighs> being together. You know, we were just because we didn't we didn't really <sighs> yeah. get together much because, I mean, when you're milking you're 24 busy. hours a day, Somebody's someone's working. always out there. Yeah. yeah. So like, you, yeah. Didn't, you know, we had employee meetings, but it was always like a quick lunch or something. And then, you know, someone had to go out there and do this or that and stuff. But it was hard. It was like, because you knew. And then there's like a translator there. So then they're like, they knew What's something's big, you know. Yeah. And I mean, but we really wanted to make sure that they knew right away before, you know, because, and then new, I mean, news travels fast around here. So we yeah, just didn't want time. them. Yeah. So we didn't want them to hear it from anybody but us yeah. that, you know, this is what we were doing. So was that the moment when it hit you? That this, <laughs> what hit me? <laughs> well, maybe it hasn't hit you yet. Like, uh, well, <laughs> FYI, oh that dairy gosh. farm that you were working for closed up shop. Oh, man. Okay. This is awkward. <laughs> Are you here to tell me this? <laughs> no. Um, it didn't really hit me then either. I don't know. We just, I knew that what we were doing and the pace that we were going wasn't sustainable. Like, hmm. uh, it just, I mean, like for my parents, like mental health and everything, it was just, it wasn't, they were just going so full speed all the time, right? And it was always, like, they couldn't really get away. Um, anytime they did, we always had, like, some kind of issue here that it just kind of, like, ruined a vacation or whatever, you know? It was just so... And that's actually kind of the fear I have of continuing farming, you know? Like, is is I know how how invested you become in this, and it's, like, such an all-encompassing thing that I know that it's, like... That's one of the things I'm like, okay, am I fully prepared to jump back into that and how can I keep it so that I don't get to be burned out and yeah. like so where are the boundaries yeah. like you know boundaries that's boundaries. a big thing and a very yeah. hard thing for a lot of a lot of people yeah but farmers yeah. in particular like when to say okay I'm off yeah yeah and I mean when you live are you at even work, able to <laughs> I mean, because yeah. you are fully responsible for you know these decisions so unless you have somebody who you can say you yeah. can make these decisions like whatever the yeah. decision is, I mean, it's just like running any business, but it's just yeah. a lot. I think there's just more potential for things to go wrong. You know, there's more potential for, you know, if you have a sick animal and you're not here to make a decision on what to do with it, do you have somebody there that can make that decision? So you have a family of your own. Yeah. Now. yeah. What, what do they think about all this? So my husband's not a farmer. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's kind of a, uh, and so I'm actually kind of like really blunt with him. Like, <laughs> I'm like, this could really like be all encompassing. Like this could be take like, over my life. Take over yeah. my life. Right. But I'm like, I can't let it. Right. I have to like work with it. Right. Like I have to, I'm trying to figure out a way. And I mean, probably farmers are going to be like listening to like, good luck. We've been trying to do this for years. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, I'm trying to find a way to uh, be fully involved, but yet have the boundaries where, okay, so family always comes first. Right. And I, I mean, in yeah, where do you draw those lines? You know, that, that is hard. Um, I will 
probably end up hiring somebody to, I mean, I, I know I will have to hire somebody part-time too. Mm-hmm. Cause I know I won't be able to go at the level like yeah. that. I'm like, Oh yeah. You know, I'll just milk twice a day, every day, 365 <laughs> days a year. Like Ooh. no problem. It's a lot of milkings. <laughs> That's a lot of milkings. Right. Yeah. And it's funny too, because, um, and it even sounds great. Like this probably should admit this, but I actually never milked a full shift when we were a dairy. <laughs> like I never milked. Busted. I know exactly. Okay, we're coming clean. First time I've ever <laughs> said this uh, because I was like, so we did a lot of the field work too. So if there was any, um, like, if there's any, I would jump in for just a little bit, and then because um, I couldn't do the full eight hours with, um, like, if we had field, if we were harvesting, I was driving truck or I was mowing right. or something. So it was like I always wanted to. I always was like, oh, I could. I mean, I could do this. Um, but cause I was like, oh, this is kind of enjoyable, but it, uh, I just never, I couldn't do a full cause we had eight hour shifts. So I could never do commit to a full eight hours because I was breeding, I was breeding cows twice a day. I was, uh, doing all, you know, all that stuff. So, I mean, you could have, but I mean, you'd have to make sure you were harvesting and everything. So yeah. we never wanted to put me on the schedule because you never knew what I was going to do. <laughs> well, as long as you were so, doing something. Yeah. Well, it I was always doing like something. Were... Yeah, no, I was doing something. It just wasn't like, I. so I'm like, I'm going to be spending more par- time in the parlor than I ever have. Like, so <laughs> I was like, yeah. I know the gist of it, yeah. but it's like the full reality of it is yeah. like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. So true confessions here with. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. why, why do you do it? I mean, why do like, I do it? Like you said, you grew up around it, so you're yeah. used to it. But then you were away for a little bit, and you came back and just felt like home. And even yeah. with feeling, you know, so you know, stressed, I'm sure sometimes yeah. with all the things that, like you're saying, you when it was a cow dairy, so busy, so yeah. busy all right. the time. Everybody's busy all the time. Right. Your parents are tired and burned out yeah. <laughs> from keeping up this crazy pace for yeah. years and years. And now you're you're still interested in continuing on that I know, life. It's crazy. I, I'm not trying to dissuade you from it. No, but and I, <laughs> I'm trying to get at like what drives you to keep doing it because a lot of people right. be like, forget it. Yeah. Well, so that's like at the so I started. We're starting a vlog. I don't know if this is covered, but um, we're starting a YouTube vlog on our journey because it is kind of crazy. Like it's not. How do you find it, by the way, just in case? Oh, it's on uh, YouTube. Bean Blossom Acres is our farm name. Bean Blossom Acres. Just search that. Yep. Yep. It pops up. So, yeah. So, RTJ Farm is my parents' farm. And they they still own all the land. They still own all the buildings. Um, We are not going to be buying any of that at this point. Um, Hopefully, in the future, we'll be able to. But, yeah, we're just taking things one step at a time. So, we're going to be renting from them, like, a portion of the barn. Because it's like, goat dairy doesn't need the... The yeah. big bar. I mean, yeah. well, if you need a, I mean, that rotary is not going to fit. Yeah. <laughs> not yet, but I mean. Start saving your pennies for that yeah, no multi-million kidding. dollar investment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Stay tuned. Uh, <laughs> it might be a while. Um, so they, uh, yeah, so RTJ Farm. So on Facebook, we're RTJ Farm and Bean Blossom Acres because I was managing the RTJ Farm page anyways. And so they have the land, the buildings, um, the crops and they have, um, they bought some beef, so that's theirs. So we're just the goat side of it. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. and I was like, there's no way I'm going to be managing two Facebook pages, trying to keep everything separate. So I'm like, <laughs> we're just doing it all. It's kind of a, kind of like a, yeah. a little mashup. I don't know, but, yeah. but yeah. So it works same place, same place. Yeah. So I know we talked about like, okay, should we continue the name? Right. Yeah. Because that's kind of, it's like, it's, I don't know, it has meaning, you know, it's like important for, you know, 
family farm, what the name is. Um, mm-hmm. it, actually, RTJ stands for Ray Choker Jr., which is mm. my grandpa. Mm. So it's Ray Choker Jr., and then my dad's the junior, and then I'd be the junior. So it'd be like Ray Choker Jr.'s Junior Jr.'s <laughs> farm. <laughs> so we just kind of thought, well, you know, now's a good chance to kind of yeah. just, I mean, we want to continue it, and we want to continue the family farm, but... Yeah, start something a little bit different. Is that what drives you, is carrying on that legacy? Do you feel pressure? I don't feel pressure. Actually, I almost feel like my parents are kind of thinking I'm a little nuts. I mean, they're very supportive, but they're just kind of like, okay. It's not like somebody's (laughs) got to continue on farming in the family. No, no, there's never been that pressure. And actually, for a while there, they were so like, we're not going to allow anybody to. Like, there was that time where they're just like, we this don't is, want you to go through this. Yeah, exactly. They were like, this is nuts. Like we don't, I mean, the milk prices were bottom, you know, like, and it, it was like, oh, I just remember them being like, there's no way. And I remember being like, oh, what? But then, you know, like when, as a kid, you're like, what? Yeah. Come on. No fair. I want to, I want to farm. Be, and then you can become an adult and you <laughs> and learn like, about oh, money. Yeah. You're like, oh, this does suck. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. It's just a way of life. And I, I feel like. If the opportunity wasn't there, like if the doors weren't opening that were opening, I don't know if I would be able to continue it, you know? And so these doors are opening and I'm kind of like, you know, on paper, I have a budget, which is not, that's my dad's thing. He's all about the numbers and he's really good at it. And I'm just like, oh, do I have to? <laughs> it seems like homework, you know? Like, yeah, But yeah. you have to be really careful with your money because, I mean, the margins are tight got to make every dollar work really hard for you. Right. And and what's important in investing and what's not, right? So, like, right now, all of our fencing... I mean, I would love to do a big, fancy goat barn remodel. Like, I have dreams. (laughs) But I have a budget, too. (laughs) That's keeping me grounded. Um, So, yeah, like, portable fencing. I mean, yeah, it totally works. And it keeps everything flexible. And so, once I get in the swing of things, I can change things around. And then, yeah... If we continue and it's, you know, continues to be a profitable venture, uh, yeah, there's going to be more expansion in the future as long as everything. (laughs) But because I have this fear of seeing everything that has happened in the farming industry, I'm almost like scarred. (laughs) Like I'm almost a little bit like jaded. I haven't even started yet, you know, because you understand that it's like I've seen, I mean, my parents were successful and they, they, they did very well. Um, but I saw how much work it took, you know, and it was very uncomfortable. And like I said, my husband's very supportive and like maybe eventually he'll be able to join well, me. He knew what it was like when you worked for your parents in yeah. that same oh, yeah. world. So it's not like he's yeah. a stranger to how this whole farming life right. goes. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, we had yeah. those couple years where it was like, he just couldn't understand it. He was like, what is this? this is, you're not getting paid At for this, this time. That? What? Yeah, exactly. But you I have mean, to go there now. Why? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, it is just a different lifestyle. The cows are out. doesn't matter if it's two yeah. thirty in the morning. You gotta go. Get your boots on. We're going. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. The pajamas can get washed. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, it's a different, why that's kind of what my vlog is about. Like I'm trying to figure out why, right? Like I'm trying, I'm documenting like what we're doing and like the daily stuff that we do. And it's kind of been a a weird journey because I'm like, well, what do I show? And like, I've been talking to my brother-in-law, he's been very supportive and he's like, cause I mean, I watch YouTube videos all the time Yeah, and it's like, what are they doing? 
they're just living their life, right? And yep. it's just like, why am I watching you do well, this? At least that's what it feels like. Yeah. Right. Even though they're still selectively only showing you certain right, things. Exactly. I, right, exactly. Yeah. Well, some of the things I'm like, oh, I wouldn't show that. Yeah. But, <laughs> but Well, that's that's the that's the false perception of like reality TV yeah. that our generation has now gotten so jaded on. We yes. know, even though we still get sucked in by it oh, quite totally, often, yeah. we still know it's not real. Yeah. Like the Kardashians. I mean, the, like. Facebook, <laughs> Instagram. Yeah. Also. Yes. Like. People only take pictures of the nice things. But and I it looks like their why, lives are wonderful. Yeah, right? well, but I think that's why YouTube's kind of taken off, too. Yeah. I think because it is someone with a little camera, and they're just going and doing these things, and you're just like, I mean, the angles aren't all perfect. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of shaky. Or it's, you know, like we were watching somebody out of the Midwest work on this car that's been sitting in a field for 20 years. And we think it's hilarious because this guy's just yeah. funny. Like, it's just him, his raw personality is funny. Yeah. And right? it's authentic. And it's, it's authentic. Not, yeah. yeah. And yeah. he's just sitting there and he's just making these little comments. And you're just like, and you're just like, before you know, it's been 30 minutes. We've been watching this guy <laughs> under the hood of his car. And we're like, what? And, you know, if you really think about it, you're like, why am I watching this? Like, we follow yeah. some farmers too. And I'm like, I'll be done farming and i'm like sitting there watching someone else farm and i'm like why am i what is the what is the drive behind this right and it's just like it's it's uh it's just real like it's just like oh and and everyone can do it so differently right so like just the same as like dairy farming um cow dairy um you can i mean the same the goal is the same to milk the cows right and to take care of the cows and there but there's so many different ways you can do that you can like there's like seven different bedding options you can have, yeah. you know, you can have so many different layouts. You can have robot milkers. You can have um, different, like how many different parlor styles that they have, yeah. you know, and like, why did, why do people think this was better or whatever? And right. I mean, it just, whatever works. Yeah. I mean, so that's, so that's why we're trying to keep everything so temporary because we're like, have to see what works. See what works, you know, because Go the different that. layouts and different, yeah, styles of, you know, doing the same thing kind of. So, yeah. So the the YouTube is, yeah, basically just documenting. Yeah. And I mean, it's documenting what? My life, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And like what the family farm really yep. is like is what it really is trying to show because it is hard to explain. And like, I, I cannot put a, like my thumb on what it is, Right. Like, what is it, right, <laughs> that, that, like, that really just keeps driving me? Like, because, I, I mean, I, I should realistically go get a town job. Town, a town job. job. Get my fancy yeah. flannel on yeah. for that one. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, like, that would make more sense. <laughs> like, realistically, if, if it's, like, just for the bottom line, if it's just to get a paycheck, and if it's get to benefits, especially now with all the benefits, you know, you can that are like in law, you know, like, I mean, it would make more sense to actually just go and get a town job. But I feel so called and I feel like this opportunity has come up that it's like, I got to give it a try. You know, my car's leaving. Do you? My car, my car's leaving. That's your car. That's my car. Well, my sister's going to go pick up my kids. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so Because I'm taking too long yeah. here. Hurry up. We got things to do. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, Trayson has to get to appointment. Thank you, sister. I know. I was like text. That's why I was like texting. I'm like, hey, let me parent real quick. I got it. <laughs> but that's. Let that, me parent real quick. Hold on. Time out. We got to parent. <laughs> but that's, I mean, it, it, but it flows. Everything like meshes together, right? So the farm and parenting and everything has to like, 
it's not separate. Like you can't same with like the, the, the balancing. I don't think I said that right. I think, I think trying to find balance doesn't mean like, okay, I'm leaving. Don't bother me with farm stuff anymore. It's like, how do we do this all together? Right. How do we, how do we spend time as a family and, you know, work together and do these jobs and, but yeah, still have time where it's like off the farm, you know, like just family time. Um, my parents always did a really good job. Like, I remember when we were a kid, and we'd, like, go, we'd go, like, water skiing after chores and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, how did you have the energy? And they're like, I don't know. <laughs> you just did it, right? Yeah. And, but just taking that time and doing things that, so that it's not just all farming. I yeah. mean, there's a lot of fun in farming, and there's a lot of hard work in farming. Yeah, and, totally. I mean, you can find fun in hard work if, you know your attitude's right you can find fun in anything um do you miss the the cow dairy busyness as much as that's stressful and tiring i also know there's a certain part of that that you get used to and yeah now this place here yeah is not as busy as it was there aren't the people around it's been nice rigs coming on (laughs) yeah it's actually been nice um i think we were such at max capacity that like it wasn't enjoyable at at as much as it should be, right? Yeah. And I get that it's a job, so it's like not everything has to be enjoyable. But like, I couldn't have my kids out there because there was so much going on. There was people driving tractors. There was so much traffic. I couldn't even have my kids out there because it wasn't safe, you know. And I couldn't keep. And now, for kids, yeah. yeah, for the kids to be out there wasn't safe because I didn't know who was driving what tractor. There was maybe two or three people out there driving tractors at different times, you know. And they and I, I didn't know if they were watching for my kids, right? And right. I mean, it's just it was chaotic. It was just busy. And now someone drives, I mean, it used to be like, oh, how many people, like six to seven people drive up on the yard every day, right? And you're just like, usually it's like, oh no, what do they want? Like, what do they, you know? And now it's like someone drives up and you're like, oh, hey, neighbor, (laughs) or like a a human, (laughs) especially with COVID, you know, you're like, who is it? Who is it? What do they want? (laughs) I mean, it just, it was so chaotic. It was, it was not sustainable to continue that way. I mean, it was. What, what was the hardest time? Um, it was usually when we were trying to harvest and then like, but we had like, I mean, during the off season when we weren't harvesting or putting, you know, manure out or doing the field work, um, we still kept busy with, I was still oh, yeah. busy with the cow management and everything. Um, it was slower during that time. So that was kind of the downtime. Um, you still worked several hours a day but it wasn't as chaotic. And then, and then when you got to harvesting, you were doing these things, you know, you're out in the tractor and then you're like, okay, I got to get off and do an hour worth of cow's work, you know, like, I mean, with the cow. So it just, you couldn't, it was so kind of, yeah, it was just like always kind of frantic, right? Like it was a little bit like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to do that, you know? And, um, yeah, so that's, it just got to be too much. It was just, and so like when the cows left, it was almost just like, you know, mm-hmm. and so we've taken this year to really think about, and like I've taken so many times I wake up in the morning, I'm like, okay, so if I have a goat dairy, I have to go and do this right now. And if it's so, or like if I'm out, like, okay, kids sports or whatever. Okay. Yeah. This is the time that I'm going to have to go home and milk. At what time do you, you know, like I'm like constantly trying like to get it in green in my head, time. right. Yeah. That I'm not like, yeah. So I'm like prepared for it because I know that it is, you yeah. know, it's coming. <laughs> It's coming. <laughs> but, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I know exactly. But um, yeah, we're trying to make everything um, that we're doing uh, very efficient, though. So that way it's 
you know, for like feeding, you know, like so that we have it set up. So if you go in there with food with those goats, they will attack you. (laughs) They love some food. But I'm just trying to, yeah, trying to get it so that efficiently, like, I mean, I'm trying to spend time out there, but I'm trying to make sure I get everything else done with the kids and with school and everything. I don't want them to suffer, you know. I'm Still being to, present. Yeah, 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 still being present. And I, my parents always did such a good job of it. Like, I, they they handled it really well. Like, I'm saying that they are they were chaotic and, and because, and they, like, for their mental health, the farm was, you know, but it was so many different stresses. And, but they always, I mean, always were at every, anything that we were involved in. I was in 4-H with horses and they were like, trailing trailering me and my horse back to the fairgrounds and they were always there and i I mean it just is important to continue like putting family first you know but yeah finding that balance is i think everybody struggles with that even if you have a town job (laughs) secrets out (laughs) you try to balance it's hard it's hard um and on the farm you do you can have your kids with you i mean you can um, as long as everything, yeah, make sure everyone's safe. Every, cause there are a lot of things, especially with the cows, big animals. Yeah. Um, you gotta make sure that, you know, they're not like, Oh, I'm in with the cows. Cause I go in here with mom. Well, they can't go in by themselves. You know, yep. they can with the goats cause they're all, <laughs> they just are going to get licked and <laughs> the goats aren't going to butt them and knock them over. And not any of the ones that we have. I've definitely yeah. have, I, I know they could. Yeah. yeah. And like we have some bucks that, and they say, you know, bucks are just like bulls. They can be aggressive. The ones that we have, I've made sure I've definitely like watched. Like I'm like, I, you know, he goes in there and I'm just like watching everybody. I'm like, if anyone <laughs> you watch yourselves, you can <laughs> make one wrong move. I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm yeah. put you in a different pen or something. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know where we went from this. This is a rabbit trail. My mind's always like rabbit trails. Like, <laughs> not goat trails. It is. It's always like my friend always joked about like the rabbit trails. She'd be like, okay, now circle back to the first point we were at 30 minutes ago. What was that? What is it that, you know, having been a dairy farmer most of your life, first cows, and now you're going to be a goat dairy farmer. What is it that people don't seem to understand or what what you wish people who aren't in this world knew about this dairy world that you have lived in and still live in okay mm, good question <laughs> um let's see one of the things i wish people knew is that uh, one of the things that drive me absolutely nuts is that people say you don't care about animals because mm. you have a lot of them and so that thing like the animal welfare stuff really mm. bothers me because it's it's just nonsense. I mean, it's I mean, there are a few bad apples. Yes, there are people who are out there, mm-hmm. you know, in any industry that you go into. Yeah. There are always I mean, there's there's bad doctors, there's bad yeah. dentists, there's bad I mean, all kinds of different professions. You can have someone that's not a good team player. Yeah, but some industry. some of those people say like even what you're doing when you're caring for your cows is still not right. letting them live their best life or right. something. Right. Yes, I mean... What do you say to that? It's like, well, you shouldn't be taking milk from any cows, even if you're treating them well. Right. We can go back to how they had better vet care than I had better. (laughs) I mean, we put them, you know, like, especially, well, speaking of putting family first, is that trying to balance it with the animal's needs, right? 
So sometimes the animal's needs come before your own family's needs. And then that's where the balance has to happen, right? Where it's like, these guys need to be fed and scraped and cleaned and taken care of. And if there's an animal that's sick and we are heading off to go do something, the animal needs care. Like you have to, you can't just be like, well, sorry, animal. I got dinner plans. You know, like it's like, okay, we're going to do as much as we can. And yeah, you can go to dinner, but you know. You might have to change your shirt because mm, yeah. <laughs> put your fancy flannel back on. funny when you get there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, or like a calving. Like, there was lots of times where it was like end of the day and it was like you walk by the calving pins, the last thing you do. And you always kind of just like, oh, what's in there? You know, like, is everyone okay? You know, but if anyone has any problems calving, you're jumping in there and you're helping, you know, and it's like, oh man, I'm going to be a little late for this or that because you just can't just be like, okay, well, clock out, you know, good luck, you know. You are responsible for these animals, and we take that serious. So we take that very serious of um, their well-being. Um, One of the most frustrating things about farming is trying to figure out, like, if there's some kind of issue. You know, you're trying to you're trying to figure out, like, like if it's um, like when we had the farm, uh, the the cow dairy, um, and like there was a couple cows that were sick, and you just it if you had some kind of feed issue or something trying to pinpoint and it's you're fully invested in it you're trying to pinpoint what's going on and it's not just oh you know well this is unfortunate you know it's like a big deal like you're trying to figure out what is going on so i don't know if that made sense but (laughs) well there's a lot to it and that's maybe another part that people don't understand is just to keep something a dairy you know like you guys had with the cows keep that going takes your entire life and yeah. so much energy yeah and that's really the only way you can make it work too it's not yeah. like you can sit back and I know. just pay <laughs> someone to do all the yeah. work you aren't going to make any you're going to lose money doing yeah. that so well, you have to do you, a lot of it yourself economically right yes well and even if you have somebody that you have hired to help you have to make sure you have to put the training time into them. Even if they come from a different farm, whatever you have to, it's your responsibility to make sure that that person knows as much as they say they know. I mean, there's that trust too, Mm -hmm. that they're like capable of doing it, but it's for your animals. You're putting them in charge of your animals. Or if you're having them, you know, it's not just, Oh, if they mess up this, I mean, it's like a big deal. So, I mean, there's a responsibility and even hiring, just to make sure that you go alongside of them until you are fully like confident that these people yeah. care about your animals, like that, you know, as you want them to be treated too. Right. So it's just, it's not as easy as like, Oh, I hired somebody to work the cash register or whatever, which right. I mean, is their business too. So, I mean, yeah. yeah, you don't, I mean, that's income is, that's not saying that that's easy either, right. but it's a little bit more complicated when it's animals and they act differently or whatever. And you have to make sure that someone's, you know, able to pinpoint yeah. if they're not doing yeah. well or if, you know, cause then basically it comes back on you on your, you know, it's still your responsibility, still your animal. And so, um, there, we're not, we don't just use them as tools, you know, they're not like just, Oh yeah, we have them out there and we just milk them until they, they drop, you know, like, no, like we, that's not true. That's not, I yeah. mean, they, we make sure that they're comfortable, that they're, cause if they're not, they're going to, they're not going to produce milk hmm. <laughs> and then you're not getting money and then you can't care for them. And then, and you then know, you're going out of business and then you're going out of business. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it's a cycle that I think, yeah, I'm not in, if I 
was trying to figure out if I like what I want people to know about this. I just, I think a lot of people appreciate, I think most people appreciate farmers and, um, you know, and, and a lot of people, they, you know, maybe their grandparents were farmers or actually most of it's like my great grandpa, you know, there's a lot of disconnect between, um, how many generations passed, right? It used to be that there was so many farms in the area and so many people who, um, had ties to family farms or like, Oh, my uncle, we'd go during the summer and we'd go, you know, and then now it's like, Oh, maybe my friend in school had a uncle who farmed, you know, like it's just, and so that's kind of part of the vlog journey too, is just to kind of show like, Hey, we're, you know, we're normal people. (laughs) We're not like out there with, well, actually I am out there with overalls and a pitchfork. So. <laughs> okay. Well, I am stereotypical, so. <laughs> but I mean, we are just like, yeah, we're moms, we're dads, we're, yeah. you know, we are, we're not like a, we're not those, those board books, you know, that you see these, like the, the farms and they have like the nice, you know, this is just, and that's great, you know, but this is what farming looks like. And this is, how, you know, it is a lot of hard work and it's a lot of, ups and downs and you, you know, go through stuff too go through stuff too i mean we're living our lives and then farming along <laughs> so yeah. i don't know i don't really know what i would want i mean yeah i don't know well good I, question yeah <laughs> i'm full of them yeah well well i'm i'm pumped to see what happens with yeah. this dairy since that doesn't happen a lot around here yeah. and you could kind of bring a new twist to it yeah. And bring some of your cow dairy knowledge to the goat dairy. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of similarities. There is. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot, I mean, you're, it's a different animal, but there is a lot of similarities with um, managing styles too. Like, it, like yeah. a lot of the things I'm researching, I'm like, oh, hey, we did that with the cows. Oh, hey, we did that with the cows, but a little different, right? Yeah. So it is a little bit of a new twist. And I am trying to learn to, like, I'm trying to train my brain to be like, I mean, because a cow will give like 10 gallons a day mm-hmm. um, and a goat will give like one to two gallons a day. Yeah. So like yeah. even the storage of like the milk, um, trying to figure out, okay, so if we have X amount of goats and we're milking two times a day, how much milk storage do we need? Well, right. they, they're the same as cows that they peak, right? Like, so when they first have their baby, they like have to ramp up, like they have like a curve where they're like working up to a certain level and then they kind of stay at that level and then they drop down once they're like, when they're bred again and then they're ready to have their next baby and then you give them a two, it's same with the cows, you give them a two month vacation where they just kind of lay and around and eat and be happy and so um, they get like a maternity leave, you know, and stuff. So um, yeah, so it's trying to figure out numbers too yeah so it's like because yeah. cow numbers and 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 I, I spent so much time obsessing over milk weights for cows right so if one dropped down like a little bit i was like what's wrong with you like yeah. what's going on must be are you okay yeah, yeah like i mean are you eating okay you know you go out there and you're like you look fine are you okay like <laughs> you know but you base so much on that and it was like maybe a couple pounds or you know like our yeah. like 10 pounds or whatever it would be like a big you know and so now it's like that would be like a whole milking for go. <laughs> a whole day's worth of so like i mean there's just a different it's a different volume i guess and so and the animal size i mean they what they eat goats eat way less because they're a way smaller animal and um yeah well it's great that you're keeping goat milk production local because like you said 
yeah. Grace Harbor was getting this goat milk from this farm. You're basically continuing on that farm. Yeah. Yep. Otherwise, that could have gone away. Mm-hmm. And if people wanted local goat milk, they would have had fewer options. I don't yeah. know how many other options there are, how many people right around here are even doing it. Like you're saying, there's yeah. other places, but yeah. in local the county, is great too, right? Well, and a lot of you look in the stores. Um, I, when I was first researching, I was like looking in the stores, and I'm like, where is this from? California. Where is this from? California. Uh, there's actually quite a bit shipped up from California. Um, so Grace Harbor does a great job of, you know, producing a local product and um so i'm very excited but yet they they didn't have enough to keep it on the shelves you know and so they didn't have enough being produced to fill their orders so so there's demand for it there's demand for it i'm hoping well, there's that's enough. good yeah. because it, like you said it may have certain health benefits for people yeah people may have different ideas about it about why they like it yeah. so you're going to provide that option yeah for them. so i mean it's exciting to kind of have something that's like i mean with with cow milk it was like you're you were part of a big company and i mean mm-hmm. that was and that was good you know but and it kind of oh, was a cooperative like, cooperative right? yeah so you're part of the cooperative with other dairies right so you right. kind of feel like this like kind of you're like in we're all in this together you know and stuff so mm-hmm. i was kind of like oh you know how do you i, I wasn't really re- like i was looking into different things to do and i was like oh, i don't know if i really want to uh like produce my own thing right like i was like i don't want to be be in it with anybody else well so i I just i didn't know if i wanted to be um like processing anything or because that's a whole different side of it too and uh, and and they do such a good job of doing it i just didn't want to start something and start like all these new things i wasn't you know so what do you do with the milk yeah so it's great that that david yeah oh yeah yeah and i mean he loves that part of it and we were talking about it and i was like i don't really want to process anything because i like that's all above my head right like i mean all the the steps of that too right and so i was saying that and he was like well perfect i enjoy doing that i was like perfect because so i think we'll make a good team so i think it's going to be good to and yeah whatever i mean hopefully in the future we can expand and if that's what we want to do um and then maybe get some goat cheese or somebody who's interested in doing something like that. So yeah. that's, I would love to partner with somebody who'd love to, you know, make goat cheese. And I'm just not sure if I want to be the one making goat cheese. Cause I'm, I'm not really good at, well, it wouldn't be baking. I'm not good at bait. I'm like not good at cooking or baking or following recipes or measuring. <laughs> I feel like like it'd be very inconsistent. (laughs) So the farm name is Bean Blossom Acres. Yep. And you're on Facebook? We're on Facebook as RTJ Farm and Bean Blossom Acres. What about Instagram? Are you there? We are. And that's just Bean Blossom Acres. Just Just to make everything very confusing. Any other platforms? Twitter? Snapchat? TikTok? Oh, no. Come on. Come on. You should do it. I do love Instagram. And I love YouTube. adding. I love adding. And you can do it on uh, Facebook, too. But I'm like, I'm not very tech savvy. So this is like kind of a whole different ballgame, yeah. like doing the YouTube vlog. I've already deleted two of my videos. And it was like the whole point is to have like views on YouTube. And I like totally squashed that right away. I was like, <laughs> like you inadvertently deleted them on accident. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, like on accident. And it was, I was like devastated because I was like, oh no, where did it yeah. go? <laughs> it was like gone. And I, because th- it was like showing that it was like loading. And I thought, okay, it, like I, it showed that it was loaded and then it was showing it was loading. So I was like, oh, I must have done it twice because our service isn't very good. So I was like, I must have pushed it twice. So I pushed delete because I thought, well, that must be the second one, right? Yeah. yeah. 
So then all of a sudden, poof, there goes the bottom one, gone. And then that was the number one. And I had like, so like it was such momentum. And I was like, man, I'm really bad at this. Been there, <laughs> done that. But did you I do it the admit. next week too? <laughs> that was the problem. I've done, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I feel better now yeah. because it was like, I've I'm never doing this that. again. I'm I never, I, I learned my lesson. And then like the, like maybe it was two weeks later and I was like, oh, I've done it again. Like, how could this even happen? <laughs> I don't even know how I'm so bad at this. Like, but it's fun. It's, 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 well, that's not fun, but it's fun to share like on social media, the family farm. And I feel like that speaks louder than just the pictures, the videos, the, I'm even like post, I'm not really good at like saying, I'm do like a lot of run on sentences. <laughs> so it's always just like, Oh, I should have a period in there somewhere. <laughs> like I'm just, I don't, I mean, I'm not good at that. Like, yeah. you know, grammar, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Grammar. Grammar, editing. I don't know. Like, so the videos, I find the vlogs are really fun because I can get across. And then I cut out when I rabbit trail. And then I, like, put that at the end. So it looks like I didn't just, like, have that in the middle of the thing. So look, Uh, here's my thoughts. It's all You're giving away the secrets here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It flows all well, you know. So the YouTube (laughs) channel is Bean Blossom Makers on YouTube. Very simply. Very simply. Yeah. Bean Blossom Makers. Yep. So, Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing your story yeah, with us. Anytime. Telling, telling us all the inside. I know. I feel scoop. like we covered. I covered. I know. I was like, God. All the secrets. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I, we may have to check back in that. since this whole thing is just kind of yeah. at the very beginning. Yes, really. definitely. Um, I'm pumped to, to see what you do. Who knows? I'll be making cheese and I go. <laughs> hey. Learning how to measure. I don't know. We'll have to come, in, come over here and talk about it. Yeah, definitely. You're always welcome. Thank you for having me. This is the Real Food, Real People podcast. These are the stories of the people who grow your food. 